Hello, my name is Simon Miller from What Culture Wrestling, and you are listening to the Podmania Pro Wrestling Podcast, and you better keep listening to it. Why? Here's why. You're, You're listening, listening to the Podmania, Podmania Pro, Pro Wrestling, wrestling Podcast. Podcast, a sample of the best pro wrestling podcasts we can produce on our tiny budget. Check us out on Apple Podcasts, Podcast Addict, CastBox, and all other podcast platforms. If it's wrestling you want, check out more of our great content at podmania.co.uk. Let's do this. Like Hunter Hurst Hemsley. Uh oh, and you're Stephanie McMahon. I don't care what they say about us anyway. I don't care about that. Hi, Gaff. You alright? <laughs> Clapping. <laughs> have, you, have you missed me? Yes. It's been a while. When was the last time me and you recorded a podcast together? Probably the beginning of the month. Uh, no, I think it's before then. Hang on. I'll bring up the Spotify right now. Um, just tell the crowd how you've been while I bring up the Spotify. <sighs> just extremely busy, hence the lack of uh, episodic content. For a, me. a lack of Geordie. No, the last time we yeah. did one was um, 12th of October with your top 10 favourite wrestlers. Oh, yeah. Which, oh, I, was, which I don't remember because I was quite drunk during it. I don't remember because I was so awfully tired. You, you, carried, that, you carried that, though. I remember you carrying it quite well. <laughs> Um, no, just, uh, just life gets in the way sometimes. Yeah, which is why, ladies and gentlemen, this is a very casual episode. We're going super cash. Shits um, and giggles. Yeah, really. we're just going to talk about modern day wrestling because we haven't really caught up in modern day wrestling since we finished the old format. And I'm so like, yeah. I did enjoy the old format, but it's very hard to keep up with, especially when you have to watch shit on a deadline. And, <laughs> yeah. it's and it makes it feel like a chore when you have to. I know. Of analyze it and that's why i sort of like the new um <laughs> the new way me and rob are doing the young lion because only he needs to watch it i'm just fair for like japanese wrestling knowledge so like during tag league i don't need to watch shit does anybody need to watch it no nobody needs to watch tag league <laughs> just like oh, that's 45 hours of it espe- no because seriously right now gaff new japan does not have a tag division <laughs> They have, they have Gorilla's Destiny. They have, let me put it this way, their junior tag division is currently fuller. But, and they struggled to get together six or seven teams for junior tag league. Hey, why would you not just bring in some, I don't know, some randoms? What's really weird, they have partnerships. Like, bring in Aussie Open. They've used Aussie Open, and they're really good. They should bring them in. Um, bring in CC. Then again, Chris Brooks is with DDT, but I'm sure you can get him out of that. Fucking bring in Chris Brooks and Jonathan Gresham, CCK. Mm-hmm. Um, what's some good Ring of Honor tag teams? Um, the Kingdom? They're not good. Um, Briscoes. Then again, I don't think Ring of Honor would give up the Briscoes for a month. No, but then again, speaking of one wrestling on ROH, just sort of slowly declining into shit. Joey Mercury has apparently left and like shit has been coming out something between him and kelly klein what was that i didn't read it properly i just saw like a bit of it but it sounds like they were um mercury were just saying like the management were just uber unprofessional Ooh, a report from four hours ago gaff joy mercury has lashed out at general manager yeah 
Um, this is live, ladies and gentlemen. Um, it was a podcast. Mercury went off on Twitter earlier this morning um, to go. But wait, do we have the screenshots? What? There we go. Um, Mercury in running. There we go. Um, now you attack me after months of. Oh God, this is really a big thing. I really should have prepared for this. Oh my God, Gaff, why am I so unprofessional? Because <laughs> we're not brawl here. We don't. You're very. You're very correct. Me and you are here. Me and you are the funny aspect of this podcast, right? Rob, Rob can... We are the un, unruly children when. <laughs> it, Rob does sound really tired by the end of the podcast with both of us. Yeah, like and really tired. That's why he's currently away. Over in the Big Apple. Yeah, over in New York. Um, not seeing a single wrestling show, which I'm judging him for. But also, I guess he's really? with non. I thought he could have uh, got he's... his mates to go along. I th- I think he should have because like New York is one of those fucking wrestling meccas. Yeah. And it's sort of like there, London and Tokyo are sort of like the best wrestling city. In terms of like shit going on, not necessarily in terms of crowd. But, like, you look at London, you have, like, Fight Club Pro, Attack, Progress, um, Pro Wrestling Eve. Most of these promotions mean nothing to you. Um, or, like, in New York. Who, what's based in... There's a lot based in New York. Like, a lot of indie shit. And then in Japan, you have, like, well, obviously, All Japan, Noah, New Japan, Stardom, um, Tokyo Joshi Pro, Ice Ribbon, Dragon Gate. What do you think? I don't know how often Dragon Gate's in Tokyo. I don't know much about Dragon Gate, to be fair, but they never seem to be in Tokyo. Whereas, like, Stardom run, like, a Kurokan Hall show once a, once a month. But to be fair, they're always good watches. I'd say you should watch them, but I know you fucking won't. <laughs> so At the time, I would watch it all. <laughs> I, I genuinely be, believe that. It's why I don't call you a cretin. Um, so, today, Gaff, we're going to be talking about the NWA. I'm going to bring up some things about Stardom. Um, yeah. WWE controversies. There's three of them, Gaff. Um, uh, sure, there'll be fucking more by the end of tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll get in, we'll get into that gaff. Um, we have some. We're just gonna dip into impact because there's one thing in impact I kind of love right now. Um, to- <laughs> I'm not you. Um, we have a cut. Co- we're, we're gonna talk some video games. Talk about some a dub and whatever else tickles my fancy. <laughs> gaff, we're doing it live. Yes, this is live off the cuff. <laughs> uncooked, uncensored. Uh, the day after Halloween, which does not give you license to put your fucking Christmas tree up. <laughs> it does not. There is holidays between now and um, December. Not in Britain. Not in Britain, There's to be Guy fair. Fawkes night. To be fair, that's being celebrated in this town tonight because we just we don't we don't celebrate Guy Fawkes on Guy Fawkes in um, my town. We do it the Saturday before, another Friday and Saturday before. So, and literally, it's a, my town is, like, probably, like, not long. It's, like, maybe 10 square, not 10 square miles, that's a bit small, like, 30 square miles, like, at Mm. the most. Yeah. And there's, like, five or six different fireworks displays. It's pretty fucking nuts. Like, absolutely insane. What about where you are? I love it. Oh, then again, you're in Newcastle, so there's just shit blowing up all the time. (laughs) (laughs) It's not that bad. Um... No, there's normally one big one that we go to near the near the town centre. Ooh, um, a big one. So either we've got well, might go to that. <laughs> I just had a funny image of you turning to your wife going, "Do you want the big boom boom?" They're like, "What fireworks?" <laughs> I mean, fireworks. <laughs> just look at this and just say, "Fuck off." I sometimes wonder what like your wife or um jo- or Rob's girlfriend thinks. 
when yeah, they overhear. Just disappointment. <laughs> just disappointment. Yeah, like, yeah, but most of who's overhearing me is my fucking brother, and like, I don't give a fuck what he thinks. You two need Considering to. Considering I'm sitting here wearing the uh, classic WWF winged. Um, oh, did that come in? The, did that come in the post? Did it? You know what oh, came? Right. You know what came in the post for me, Gaff? That. My sex, my progress sex robots will one day be capable of murder T-shirt. Oh yeah, it's. I must look. I must look super fucking cool wearing this today at the soft play with uh, <laughs> the little one. <laughs> oh my! All, all these, all these people looking at us thinking, "What the fuck is that?" Do you think? Well, um, I'm at an indie show in Edinburgh on um Sunday, and I'm gonna wear. It's a family show, but I'm gonna wear that sex robots T-shirt. I would do that shit. To be fair, like this, we'll talk, that's another thing we're going to talk about later. I'm going to talk about it now, actually, because, Gaff, this weekend is ICW's WrestleMania, basically, except they're having it over two nights this year. Really? Yeah, because they normally have it in the Hydro, but we, didn't, we, only, we barely drew, like, 1,200 people last year. Right. So, but now in, a, like, a 1,200 venue, but, like, having it over two nights. Which, to be fair, I think is a good way to do it. Cause... Yeah, I was going to say, it's fair enough. So, is it just, is it just two... Two hour shows or something? Um, no, it's longer than two. No, literally, because I've been to some of these two hour ICW shows. They'd go about three and a half hours, so you get your fucking money's worth. Yeah. Um, and you know who's on one of the shows, Gar? I'm gutted I'm not going. Is it. You should know this, Gar, because I invited you up. I know, but I can't remember. It's Sammy Callahan. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's, that's he's facing BC Gun. There's also Ravy Davy taking on Grado. Um, you don't, there's Stevie Boy versus Joe Coffey. Did you see the Joe Coffey thing? No. So basically, so they did a work shoot and people fucking fell for it. That's good. So ICW have this gone this new show called Gonzo, and it's basically like a it's a trainee show, an ICW trainee show. They hold it in their wrestling school. It's a bring your own beer event, which we need to go to one one day, Gaff. Um, just because it's bring your own beer. So any anyway, so Joe Coffey jumped the railing during a Stevie Boy match. Who is the ICW champion? They're facing at um, Fear and Loathing, and they tried to play it off like Joe Coffey was drunk and unwieldy, being annoyed at being kept off this Young Lion show. And no, but the thing is, um, people fell for it despite the fact the video that was put out is quite ob- like we didn't work it quite well because it was very obvious worked punches. This is weird because Joe Coffey normally works quite stiff. Yeah, I mean, you you can't ask for it all, but yeah, back, that's back on, so that's a relatively hot angle. But and but anyway, so so is Joe Coffey not still signed to NXT? No, yeah, but ICW they like basically ICW and Progress have good working relationships with WWE, yeah. so like they get less. Like, there's a ton of WWE UK talent on these shows. Like, now. um, Ilya Dragunov is on there, um, Jav- um, Jordan Davlin's on there, Kenny Williams is on there, so. Um, you say, yeah, for now, there's always that looming threat that somehow, um, that WWE will just rip everyone from the UK scene, which is an actual concern. Like, actually in Japan, so, like, NXT UK, um, NXT Japan has been, like, very heavily rumoured in recent times. Yeah. And, you know what, and, uh, Japanese companies are coming together to basically stop it. <laughs> so, like, that's partly why Star... Like, apparently, WWE approached Stardom to buy them, and they were like, nah, and then got bought by New Japan, because it's like, well, at least we can stay who the fuck we are. Yeah, 
so let's, so let's read the Japanese scene is com- is coming together to stop WWE. And I think that's kind of beautiful myself. Um, that would be a great segue into what I want to talk about with Stardom, but no, we're going to talk about NWA first, Gaff. Because yes. they released NWA Power, and it was weirdly out of nowhere. Like, I understand they probably built it up on an other NWA shows, but no, before just Power, just... but nobody watched NWA. No? Like, it's weird, because it had that, quit, that brief blip when Cody was champion where people cared, and then he lost it at the next show and people stopped caring. Yeah. And I mean, then the next thing I saw was when Aldis was at um, All In. Yeah, no, exactly. And, and then that was it. Yeah. Never did anything again. That was basically it, yeah. So, But now he's back. Aldis is champion still. And to be fair, he's for NWA. He's a he's like, if you drew an NWA champion. Oh, he's perfect. For, he's, for the NWA, he's fucking perfect. He's as old school as old school, which he's, is perfect. Um, the setting graph is like old school studio wrestling. So it's like it's old school studio wrestling, but like with the pace of like, well, not quite the pace of modern wrestling. It's not like a Will Ospreay match, but like a bit of a fast, um, faster pace, better, better work shorter, rate. Shorter matches. Shorter match, yeah, because it, it's a TV show. You're not going to have, and then there will be big matches. For example, Tim Storm versus Aldis. Yeah. So like, Which is really good in that first um first episode was, i've only seen the first episode i've seen the first two i've no the first three episodes um it's weird because it's a decent roster it's not a roster i thought I'd get i'd be into but like in the setting i'm really into it like re- it really works and it, i like how it's it's obviously a very very small crowd but yeah the way it, the room is and the way it's shot and the way oh it's there are people who actually like nwa perfect. so it's amazing well, it's it, it, it looks different and that, I think that's the biggest thing. And to stand out nowadays, you do need to look different. Yeah. Like, if they just didn't, if they were just another people, um, another company running like medium sized venues, why the fuck would you watch them? Because they're not being funny. If you wanted like good work rate and medium sized venues you, on YouTube, you'd go watch um, MLW. Because, yeah. like, in terms of work, yeah, because, like, in terms of work rate, they have like, La, they have signed La Parker, Jacob Fatu. Austin Aries is signed there. Um, so, like, there's literally... There'd be no point of NWA, but because it's now... It is literally, like, an... It's older... It's, like, old and Literal old NWA shows mm-hmm. with modern wrestlers, and that's yeah. what it has to be. And to be fair... And it's just such a an absolute polar opposite of WWE. And, like, it actually has me excited to see some matches. Like, for example, yeah. eventually Eddie Kingston will step up, and that's going to be amazing. James Storm is a huge deal on that level, on that secondary level. Oh, and the, yeah, he's a great measuring stick mm-hmm. which for that mid-card um, title, which is going to be... I'm, I imagine they book it for younger talent to go for it. Mm-hmm. And he's a great measuring stick. Like, they bring him into ICW and have him fight younger guys, and, it's all, and he always does them good. Like, he fucking did a good match with Ray V. Davey. <laughs> <laughs> And and it, it's booked well. It it's like I can't fault it really. Like as I an I, I, even the commentary, the the guy who's next to Cornet. Honestly, I can't I keep. Yeah, and he and again, on the second. Mike I and you know you know how the first week when Aldis won and they were like, "Hey, Aldis is Valet, who I forgot the fucking name of." <laughs> um, are you doing fine? And then Aldis just went. She's fine. She's fine. Like yeah. that's such an old school thing, and I was like, it's "Oh promo. my god!" It's oh, Aldis, Aldis is a promo. Is great. Thing is, 
they sometimes come off as quite hacky, but also like in that southern wrestling way, not in the scripted way. Yeah. Like in the yeah, but you know who told, showed up in the second week, Gaff? Two people oh. showed up in the second week who I marked out for. First of all, Aaron Stevens. Oh yeah. <laughs> and he turned up, and he was like, um. Did he have the gimmick. No, he was like, no, he's not doing. The, I was a bit. I'm a big star in Hollywood. And then, like, um, no one, yeah, and he's making, like, Hollywood demands, like, no one's allowed to look me in the eye. Um, I will continue once you've been silent. <laughs> it's great. And you know who else turned up? Trevor Murdoch. Oh, I saw he was advertised on one of them. Trevor Murdoch. I'm I'm all in on NWA now, Gaff. Trevor Mur- a singles competitor, not as a tag team. Well, Blance Cade is dead. <laughs> Yeah, obviously. The um, no, here's the thing. You know, Trevor Murdoch's me. Are you cons- are you familiar with the concept of a boy? What do you mean? Right. So, like, basically, a wrestler who you love despite everything against him. So, like, they haven't oh, yeah. they haven't been pushed in any serious way. They're not a good promo. They're not a good worker. <laughs> they're not good at anything, but you still love them. I've got about four or five of them from the nineties. All right, so name them. Go, go ahead. What's your boy stable? Boy stable. This is another podcast. <laughs> this is an OSW review thing. You'd love OSW review, by the way. We just review old wrestling shows and we put them to like video. You'd love it. I recommend it. Pa- pa- Papa Shango. All right. <laughs> the model Rick Martel because he was never real. Oh, these are some really good boys. You're naming some great them. boys. Um, thanks. Um, I'm trying to think of Hacksaw Jim Duggan. No, Hacksaw, Hacksaw was pushed. Come on. I suppose he did. Like, Hacksaw never fucking lost. At one point. No, he never yeah. lost. He literally never lost. He went like three years between losses on WWF pay-per-views and they were by fucking count mm. out. And not who? And then he's just been mentioned before. Fucking Damien Sandow. There we go. He is a... Like, he's an amazing boy. I used boy. to fucking love his gimmick. You know what's bad? Cut before... Um, he was... Cause, so, like, here's the thing. With the... With the except because OSW makes up the, the rules of who can be a boy, with the exception of Jinder Mahal, Dolph Ziggler, Great Carly, and Jack Swagger, no world champions are allowed to be a boy. <laughs> Which was so annoying because Kofi Kingston was a boy. And then this year happened, so I've lost a boy. <laughs> um, who who else are my boys? So Trevor Murdoch, Landscape, obviously. Um, but you're just gonna hate everything I name because it's early and uh, mid to late two thousands. MVP, he's a boy. I like MVP. MVP's great. He's at the show I'm going to this weekend. Uh, he was like Intercontinental Champion, though, wasn't he? He was US. Oh, US Champions are fine. Well, it completely depends how badly we're booking. MVP was given a losing streak, so he's eligible as a boy. True. Um, who, who was the other? Oh, La- and, and we don't necessarily count Japan because Lan- um, Vance Archer so Lance La- um, slash Lance Archer, he's a boy. Yeah. And I never, really, I never really saw much. Uh, and also the Dude Busters. <laughs> Do you remember the Dude Busters? <coughs> it was Trent Beretta and another guy, and it was amazing. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah, NWA. Can't fault it. The only problem I have is the tag divisions a tiny bit naff. Like the tag champions are good. It's Bram and this other guy, and they're big bruisers, and it's fun. And we also have Eddie Kingston and Homicide, who are great. I love how Eddie Kingston co- called him Bram. <laughs> I lo- Eddie King- literally promise. Eddie Kingston is just a great fucking promo because he literally just he it's clear he doesn't rehearse what he's going to say. 
so he he's song was good as well. Oh, Je- but, uh, when he said that there's people like you who just go and um, what is it? Go and have fights for your mates. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so you're not tough. The promos on that Tim Storm's promo was um going like the pre the post package. Now I know oh, Dick up. Yeah, I know nothing about Tim Storm, like nah. nothing. But I was so emotionally invested. I'm like, oh come on. Considering up. he's like 54 or something. Yeah, he's a, he's well. the definition of a journeyman. Absolutely, look, he looks amazing. <laughs> he does. He, have you seen what Doug Williams looks like um in the last year or so? No. It's kind of like that. Doug Williams has actually got, actually, uh, he's retired now, but he got quite beefy. He was always good, though. Oh, Doug, oh, he was, he had a run in progress and it was great. Um, Eddie Kingston actually currently has a run in progress and it's great. So, um, he was, he's, he was teaming with LAX in in progress. (laughs) And, um, so you know how Kid Lycos had to retire? Yeah. So, and so Eddie Kingston was like, um, okay, Chris Brooks, bring Jonathan Gresham and bring that other guy. Um, I call him Glass because he breaks too easy. Oh, God. Brutal. <laughs> Absolutely brutal. Like, and he's just, um, he's a great promo. And also he works stiff. Like, it's very clear he's massive into, he wrestles like someone who watched videos of like Masawa and Kenta Kabashi and all these other 90s. All Japan guys, but never properly learned how to do it, which I think is a pretty good style. <laughs> so, like, probably watch a lot of the old, um, like mid south stuff or the. Oh, he's also yeah. Here's a terror. Um, it's gonna. I'm gonna give you a very smarky match recommendation right now, Garth. You should be used to it by now. Um, Chikara. I think it's for season ten. No, season eleven finale. Him versus Claudio Castagnoli, better known as um, Cesaro. Cesaro. And it was like a proper territory match. Like, Eddie Kingston gets hung. <laughs> <laughs> like, proper territory match. And it's great. It's right up your fucking alley, mate. You'd what love I love it. about the territories is it's like, it's like a sort of self-contained TV series. Yeah. Where that, that actor, inverted commas, <laughs> goes to different and places. And go and do another job somewhere else. And then people get annoyed when he turns up somewhere else and is better than yeah. everyone. Like, in Power Trip, the, the amount of NWA title reigns that don't count because they had to do some screw finish so Ric Flair wouldn't get stabbed is yeah. unbelievable. Absolutely I just, unbelievable. I, think that, I just like the whole thing. And honestly, I know as much as people fucking hate him, I just love the fact that Cornette's involved. I like Cornette. I, I like Cornette. Com- in, in this role that he's in, I like Cornette. He just doesn't care as well. Like, he just. You can tell he's just like. He, but the thing is, he doesn't. On, on air, he. he Despite the fact that you can tell when he doesn't like something, he doesn't bury it on air. Oh, yeah. Which I think, like... Because as much as people like don't like just admit it, he is still professional. He is a professional. He's a massive cunt bugger. He's also a bit of a bastard. <laughs> no, last thing, on... Because you keep saying how much you're enjoying his Mon, his Mon podcast. So I didn't listen to his podcast, but I did listen to a few of the clips. And so much of it is just him being mad that wrestling isn't how it was. Yeah, you have to. The thing is, you have to fast forward for half an hour anyway because he's just talking shit. Oh no, because I listened to his NXT UK takeover because I was like, I want because I know he likes Walter, which is one of few good opinions he holds nowadays. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna see, 
what he thinks of a Walter Talibate match. And he was talking for like half an hour about shit. Like Dairy Queen was mentioned. I'm yeah. like, is there a podcast where he doesn't fucking mention Dairy Queen? Jesus nah, fucking to, Christ. You just have to fast forward half an hour at least on every podcast. Also, his co-host can fuck off. Cause I thought it was fucking Bully Ray. <laughs> no, it sounds like Bully If it was Bully Ray, it'd be fine, but it's just this random fucking yank. The first I, couple of times I, was, I honestly thought it was Bully Ray. He's this random fucking yank, and he just comes in with A, bad opinions, and B, in the middle of a fucking rant. And I'm like, I'm here for the fucking rant, you prick. Go away. I, just, I, I still think, I honestly do believe that, like, he still, he still lives in the whole shoot world where a lot of the stuff he says is how he feels, but I think he's turned it up to 11 mm-hmm. to piss people off. I mean, it works because everyone talks about it. it. No, that's the thing, but I don't want... Because, honestly, I don't like discuss. I like I like discussing Cornette with you because like, we'll actually discuss what he's being said. I don't like Cornette, talking about Cornette and, like, inside the Rope's fan community. Because, nah. like, so, and, and the nicest... Well, it's not nice at all. But, like, the amount of people in, in there who it, it doesn't sound like they actually watch wrestling. <laughs> you no, know? There's a lot of people who come in and go, he's right. And it's like, well, on what? And then they'll be like, yeah, because be it's trying like... to be purposely edgy by saying everything he says is right. It's like, well, no, not, it doesn't. He, he's quite <laughs> sexist, let's be honest. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, he skips but Again, with... though, I think, he, I think he uses his Twitter thing as, like, one long promo. <laughs> Very true. We're going to go off Jim Cornette right now, because we could go on about him all day. Oh, yeah. And, like, we probably will during an, <laughs> the ne- um, next time you're on a retro thing. But what we're going to talk... This is kind of like uh, that snowed in episode for Raw. <laughs> we just have to make shit up as we go. <laughs> it is. Actually, have you, I ever told you about Snowgrass? Oh, yeah, you did. <laughs> it's amazing. I thought it was actually genius. For people who don't know, um, one day, it was a snow, it was a snow, it was a progress show in um, Sheffield. And it was during a snowstorm. So they had to throw together a card. So we were like, this one. But it was basically, the exception of a title match is this one doesn't fucking count, all right? And we didn't rename it to Snowgrass on demand, which, so I, it's annoying. So I can't remember what one to te- what it is. But like, we just made it. I mean, like, we just got people from Newcastle, so like Primate randomly turned up. Gabriel Kit, like, basically half of who what culture used at the time. It was it was great because who what culture used were good. It's just they they were always booked to lose to the Americans. <laughs> anyway, Gaff, I need to talk about something from Stardom. Well, a couple of things from Stardom. First of all. Um, you know who Sasha Moff Martina is, don't you? <laughs> yes. Um, do you know who Natsu Simmery is? No. Okay, so you know who Toriano is? Yes. Imagine Toriano bollocks. If Toriano... To- so imagine Toriano, like, bullshit. Right. Um, if Toriano was, A, a relatively attractive girl. <laughs> B, um, a fucking train wreck. C antagonized children, and D was a sex pervert. Fucking hell! Literally, she has like a riding crop. Her and Martina get drunk before kayfabe drunk before matches. Um, she does you know, she does the Bronco Buster and keeps going up and up and down until her eyes are glazed over. Nice. <laughs> it's just insane. It's all fun and games. Then she does it to the minor wrestlers on the start on the Stardom roster. I'm like, oh man. 
Bash just not on? Because, mm. anyway, I bring this up because ta- Saddam have their tag league going on right now. And they do their tag league perfectly because they just integrate it into, like, regular ma- into regular cards instead of having it being the main focus. Mm-hmm. So, like, you might have a tag league match as a main event, but it's like, it would be something that deserves the main event. So, like, the leaders of Queen's Quest versus the leaders of Stars. Again, just means nothing to you. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but there's some interesting pairings which I'm going to tell you about. First of all, um, Queen's Quest and Oreditai have crossed over. Um... In, okay, in New Japan terms, this is like a Bullet Club and Chaos crossed over. Alright. Um, nice. So, like, it's Jamie Hayter and B Priestley. People don't like B Priestley. I think she's fine. She's really good. That's right. She's improved so much. And that's why people go to Japan, is to, like, improve. Wasn't she... Their, ch- their champion. She's still yeah. their champion. Yeah. That's why people don't... Because the thing is, she was going up against this... I don't know, because she was on Ring of Honor, so you might have seen her. This woman called Hannah Kimura. Mm-hmm. And she's one of those people... She's like Naito, where she's more a character than a worker. Although she is capable. Yeah. And people are going on about, oh, why didn't we put on Hannah? She's the best wrestler in the company. I'm like, is she fuck? You just think she's hot, mate. Right, that's the problem, that's the problem with a lot of the Stardom fan bases, that they are perverts. Japan, not it? No, it's not even in Japan. I'm talking about Western fans. I'm talking about like people yeah, I talk I to. That's all I mean. It's like it's all Japanese women. No, so that's all that can get the fucking kicks. I think I get the feeling that some people do just watch stardom for for hot Japanese women. Oh yeah. And I'm sort of like, Pornhub is free, man. <laughs> just go there. <laughs> you know, like less creepy hentai. <laughs> It's nothing like right. So, um, Arisa Hashiki and Tam Nakano are also teaming. Um, who like they're, they're in the same stable, but okay. Arisa likes Tam, but Tam doesn't like Arisa. Nice because um, Arisa no Tam really like you. You've heard of Mayo Iwatani, haven't you? Yeah, she was in Ring of Honor for a while, and um. So Tam, like, were, like she's lot because Stardom have a draft, but teams get changed around every year, and so like um, Tam Nakano is loyal to the person um, who's leading them to a fault. <laughs> so like, Arissa, Mayu, and I'm sorry, I am boring you. I'll stop in a minute. So Arissa, I never get to talk about this. Arissa, Mayu, and Tam are having their pre-match promo. And the whole time, Tam's just behind going, please let me forever team with Mayu. Please let me forever team with Mayu. Please let me forever team with Mayu. And she's teaming with Arisa for fucking Tag League. <laughs> also, Arisa versus um, Tam Nakano, one of the best starting matches of the year. Would be the best, would be in my top ten, but then Jungle versus Arisa happened. Arisa's just great. She's for Kota Ibushi of Stardom. Absolutely amazing. One last thing. For Halloween, Stardom did a, um, <laughs> everyone wears a mask thing so like because there's one and there's one wrestler on Stardom who already wears a mask so she's just wearing a slightly darker mask yeah um I like that I like when they do yeah yeah to be at New Japan but people always dress up there like um the chaos teams dressed up as each other I saw that yeah. <laughs> no you saw that because I sent it to you and you were like what why should I care and I was like I saw that as something that no I saw there was a picture of a uh... was not someone Taking the piss out of Naito as well. Ah, that, oh, it always happens, and it's, I haven't watched the um the latest because I don't watch the roti shows for New Japan. Otherwise, I'd just be, not be able to watch anything else. 
But like, I might watch this one just to see the Halloween stuff. Also, um, it's not going to be as good as when um, Bullet Club dressed up as the cast of Aladdin and um, both Kenny Omega and Marty Skull shared a tender kiss and it was lovely. Right, Gaff. We have three WWE controversies to talk about. Do you want to talk about the corrupt government, um, the racism <laughs> of a shit video game? Um, let's talk about uh, the trip to Saudi. Okay. This <laughs> <laughs> is fucking hilarious. Right. So first of all, just to reiterate, they should not be in this deal to begin with. No. This is not but... a deal they should ever make. They make a lot of money. They make a lot of money, note, but it doesn't... People have said this is the best one yet, and it was quite enjoyable. From the sounds of it, Gaff. I, I haven't watched any of these Saudi shows, for the record. I have no fucking clue what the match quality, sound of match quality is, other than what I see on Twitter. I haven't seen any. But, I did see the clips on Botchmania from fucking Undertaker vs. Goldberg, right? <laughs> that was fucking... Uh... And I've seen, like, what happened at last year's Crown Jew, again through Botchmania. Like, so it doesn't sound like it would be that hard. Um, I saw people complaining because Kane Velasquez, um, the UFC guy, got jobbed. And I'm like, what the fuck did you think was going to happen? He's very untrained. And also, in the history of WWE, this would be forgotten. Definitely. That's the because the way they build these cards, it's like what WrestleMania used to be with a lot of like mainstream involvement. So they'll bring back old guys. Like, they brought back Flair and Hogan, which I'm surprised... Garth didn't jump all over. Um, even, like, Team Hogan... I know Team Hogan went over. I'm like, Jesus Christ, even the Team's Hogan won't let Flair get over. Um, <laughs> well, so The Fiend also won. Wasn't it? Yeah, The Fiend won. Yeah, because yeah. that's why Rob watched it. Because Rob was like, guys, Seth versus Bray is really good. I'm like, of course you fucking think that. Bray won. <laughs> Look... We can talk about the show all we want. And, like, we haven't seen it, so we can't, really. It's not the show that I'm here. Oh, yeah, we'll go into that in a second. But, like, I, I have to really reiterate, this is not a deal. Like, so we get... um They're making a grand total of um 40 million a year. Which, yeah. you know, one way I would forgive them if we use that... Because it... Well, high estimates say that it will cost 28 million to get every wrestler on the roster healthcare. Good healthcare. If they use the money for that, I might be forgiving. But they're not. It's just it's just going to the execs. It's just going to Vince. It's just going to Paul. It's just going to fucking Kevin Dunn. And yeah. fucking... Because they, they have like 900... They make something like $900 million in profit a year. So like they're running at a massive... Like a massive profit. There is absolutely... No point in all the cutbacks they make, especially in fucking how they treat their workers. Yep, exactly. And, like, I know what people are going to say. Don't like it, don't watch. I fucking don't. <laughs> I see it all the time on Twitter. They're like, well, I bet you pay for the network. I don't. Like, <laughs> when we do classic reviews, I, I, pirate, I find a pirated stream of the review. And you might call that scummy. I pay for independent wrestling. I, do, I refuse to give WWE money. I am. I I, just... I save up my wallet and I actually fucking am. Yeah. Well, that's it. It's. I don't watch it, so I don't pay for it. And that's the thing. I watch. Um. Well, I I am a fan of NXT mostly because like Walter's there now and he's Bay, but 
Um, I I watch it and watch wrestling. Like, don't get me wrong. Gaff knows what I'm. Um, Gaff knows me. I don't pirate companies who will actually be hurt from someone pirating. Yeah. Like, I will if it's an if, to use a film analogy, which is weird for me. Um, I will pay for an on-demand stream of an indie film. I will not. Um, but I have no problem going on to Putlock or whatever to watch Captain Marvel. That I already paid to see in the cinema. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and we'll get we'll get into more how WWE Street Fed employees in the next topic. But Gaff, yes, I I, I tonight, I'm, could be, tonight could be a very very special episode of SmackDown. I'm actually gonna watch SmackDown tomorrow. <laughs> um, tomorrow morning. I think this, yes. I think this is gonna be a spike. You know what, Gaff? How ta- how desperate are you to get to bed? Because we could do a live watch along. Um, I'm not staying up to watch that. <laughs> as, as intrigued as I am, uh, oh no, I'm gonna, I'm, I, I am gonna watch at least for highlights to see what the fuck we do. Because Gaff, you shared this in the yes. chat earlier today, and oh my god, I got a message in the dating app, but app, this never happens. Yay! Uh, <laughs> we're doing this live, folks. Um, where no, I, I shared that um, a majority of people. Are trapped in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> I mean, like a majority of um, actual talent. of ta- like not just a majority of people in the world. Like it's not like me, Gaff, and the sixty people who apparently well, up to sixty, sixty people who listen to this podcast are there going, "Oh no, we're trapped in Saudi." No, it's just like most of the talent, and it's sort of like so. Like apparently, like what was the number? Twenty people. No, twelve of twenty people, twelve, uh, twelve of which are talent have flown back. To be fair, twelve is enough to do a SmackDown. Yeah. So maybe, but also, just no. Depends who that is, though. <sighs> yeah. To, to be fair, um, Glenn Joseph of Progress has said tonight's going to be special. I don't know if he's just being sarcastic or if they're sending over NXT UK guys because the Progress Labs. Is this do. not? Is this not just all a big massive work to get people to watch SmackDown? No. No, no. Because, like, I'm not being funny. Like, the only source we really have for this is Meltzer. And people who follow Meltzer either have have decided whether or not they watch SmackDown anyway. Yeah. So, I don't know. I might watch it. No, I'm going to watch the highlights just to see what the fuck we do. Um, (laughs) So, Gaff, second WWE controversy. Racism! Racism! Race. So, um, Jordan Miles, otherwise known as ACH in um, Ring of Honor and New Japan and the American Indie, some AEW, I think he was in Defy, I don't actually know, PWG. Name an American Indie, he's probably worked there, that's how the American Indies work. And, racism, Gaff. So, how do I describe this shirt? Teefy is how I would describe I would describe it like they're taking their fucking piss and it's like a minstrel or something. No, it is. That's what it fucking is. It's a fucking minstrel. And like, it's clear things have happened behind his back. You know what I mean? uh, So, this shirt came out and it's like, his name in like, arranged like teeth on a red lip on a black background. And apparently when it was showed to him, it was a white background, which it's very easy to see, um to see. The, it's a big difference, Gav. 
and like apparently it was to do with his character. Now, Gareth, you don't watch much NXT. I do. He's been on NXT TV, NXT TV about maybe ten times. Yeah. He doesn't have a character yet, other than like plucky little dude who flips. And apparently, um, it was made black and more teethy to suit his character from emails that I've been sent out. And Gaff. Jesus Christ. They've already done that with Apollo Crews. It's so overtly racist that it it physically sounds like a parody. It sounds like something we have made up. And to be honest, Gaff, I wish I had the creativity to make up something so fucking stupid. (laughs) Not not stupid. Something so comically... Like, even if it's an accident, one person... Must have been able to see this. One per- going, oh yeah, let's make the black guy's t- t-shirt more teethy. Jesus. The fact, that, the fact that it went out on like a black t-shirt as well. No, that's the thing. If this was on a white t-shirt, it would make it would literally make a world of difference. I mean, it's a shit design to begin with. Well, but what, what like, I read is that they'd originally presented it on yeah, a white Yeah, no, that's t-shirt. what happened. When they showed it to Jordan, it was on a white t-shirt. Yeah. It's just and and that's it... where we are though with WWE. What's worse is but I'm not fucking... look at how they booked every jab like basically every Japanese person they've had who's not a cruiserweight have went have done the can't speaky English thing. And um, the same music. With the exception of Nakamura. Yeah. Actually no, because Akira Tozawa has very weirdly non Japanese music and in WWE that we- that throws me off. Um but, That's um, quite good, his song. Um, fucking what else is there? Oh, right, so we only got a black champion this year. ACH, <laughs> he pointed this out, actually. He's like, have you noticed how, like, all the actual sports have been, have had a fair few black champions in the past 50 years, whereas the predetermined well, one if hasn't? Look, if you look at sports like basketball, all of the top, well, I'd say it, the massive majority of the top no. legends and stuff are black. You know, that's right. if, no, but if, if you look at basically any sport, Gaff, at the very least there's a proportionate number of um, minority pe- stars, like people of colour, gay people, whatever. There's a proportionate number mm-hmm. to like what the population may be. They may face scrutiny, but they're fucking there. In WWE, they're just not there half the time. And thing is, they'll pu- occasionally they will push someone of colour. And it'll be like... It, they do it for their own gain. It's not just that. They'll push someone's shit and then... Like, gender? Oh, shit. We've got an, um, a tour of India coming up. Let's just make gender champion. That's right. In my head, like... Correct me if I'm wrong. The last person of colour before Kofi that got properly pushed was Lashley. Yeah. Which well, is sad because uh... it's ten years apart. Yeah, you're probably right. And then before that, it was probably... Fucking junkyard. No, or well, if you well, no, proper. Well, I'm talking probably. I mean, like in the world title picture, fingers of lashes. Um, he wasn't. He might... Lashley definitely wasn't ready. No, and he was. Uh, he was gr- quickly dropped it as well. He was as green as grass, and um, thing is, they un- literally only dropped it. Um, but they'll do it. They'll push the guys, and then. Backstage, and you know this is the case, as much as just one dude on Twitter seems to think I'm full of conspiracy theories, they will 
instead of going, oh, we pushed someone who can't work yet and can't cut a promo. Because Bobby Lashley, um, even in TNA, didn't cut promos. He had someone, he had like MVP or something do it for him. Mm. And then they'll, they'll blame it on the, they'll probably go, oh, well, the world's not ready for a black superstar. You know what they fucking are? You're just pushing the wrong fucking people. Exactly. No, actually, to be fair, Mark Henry. Mark Henry got a good push, but that's... That was, like, at the end of his career. That was right at the end of his career as well, yeah. And, like, and that was five years after Lashley. So, like, they don't push people of colour enough. Look how, quick, look how quickly Kofi's just been all but gone. No, because no, it's, it's like with Kofi, they would not have pushed him if he didn't not, like... They'd have been stupid not to push him. That's the, basically the con- the point they were at with Kofi. It's just, I hate it all, Garth. I hate WWE. Yeah. And I I weep for the stars of WWE. Anyone who's a little bit different. Jesus Christ. Um, Last WWE thing, Garth, and thank good fucking merciful God. Because you know what, Garth? It's not really the last, like, it's not really WWE. It kind of is. It's bro. not their fault. I think it's WWE. This one. No, because it's fair folks. WWE demand a game every year, and we don't need it. Yeah. This is what happens when you push developers to a burning point. <laughs> and it's WWE 2K20. We're under someone a little late to the party, but me and me and Gareth really like 2K19. Yep, brilliant. We put in our in our recent one. We named it top wrestling game, and we even said it has so much potential. Um, and, like, a lot of the little things we seem to be doing with 2K20 were great. Like, they were giving us more customization in universe mode. They were adding some bump in the night stuff, which I may not have used, but it was nice to have it there. Um, mm. Some representation from other brands. Like, as, like, a BritRes fan, seeing, like, Mark Andrews, Tony Storm, Trent Seven in the WWE game was amazing. I can't take that away from them. The game's shit, Gaff. I have I, I haven't I haven't played it. Like me neither me or Gareth have played it. We buy you the money we earn too much. But You did have a pre order. I did. But that was when I assumed it was basically I assumed it was basically gonna be two K twenty with Tony Storm, Gareth. Yeah. No, two K nineteen with Tony Storm. And to be fair, Tony Storm is amazing. It's not. <laughs> How did they nope. fuck it up? How like literally I understand that Yuke's left. But we have the engine, just keep... What you do when that happens, you keep the engine, add some wrestlers, add some moves, and Bob's your uncle, Marks will buy it, people will go, oh, well, it's not changed from last year, but people will still buy it. I looked into this, and... Oh, fuck, you mean we've the... actually done research into something for this podcast? Oh, yeah. <laughs> when it comes to games, I'm deadly serious. Um, when you decided that they didn't want to do it, and 2K says, well, because 2K wanted, what they want to do is they want to make it more like the NBA game. That's why they've got the big story mode and stuff. The story mode is the only thing I'm remotely interested in. Well, this time it was, you were like, well, we want to do something different. We've been doing this for fucking 25 years. Um, and then they couldn't come to an arrangement. So you says, right, well, we're taking all of our assets. <laughs> taking their ball so... and going home. Um, okay. and, do you think uh, I'm working on a new wrestling game, aren't they? Well, they're being quite sort of secretive about it. Being fair, but if, it, if it doesn't have a license attached, I don't see it doing well. Uh, I'd be surprised if it doesn't. 
Who that? You um the guys who I think the guys who own Ukes own New Japan. I think Bushi Road owns Ukes. Yeah, they do. I'm gonna, they do. Is that I was gonna yeah. I was gonna double check that. If that if that's the case, is it New Japan or is it All Japan? I'm gonna double check this. Ukes. Um, but <laughs> they took all the assets. So now WWE 2K20 made by 2K Games. Is using assets from 2006 or seven, so basically they have move move sets from back then. And someone even put up a video, jokingly saying, um, "The Hardys are doing moves here that they haven't done for ten years, <laughs> like animations that haven't been in the games for ten years almost." And it's and the graphics, holy mother! <laughs> the thing is, you, you can see you can see the the difference between the the you can see where 2K have actually got the proper scans done against the ones where they've had to make them. Edge! Edge, Edge. has been in every WWE game since, like, the SmackDown yeah. games. Since like, the SmackDown games. They, but they don't have the they don't have the models for them because Ukes took them. Io Shirai is unforgivable. They do have new ones because, obviously, like, Roman Reigns and Randy Orton look really fucking good. Tony Storm looks look like, like the, she's Have been... you seen The Rock? Oh, how do you fuck up? But he's literally been every W. How do you fuck up the Rock? The Rock looks like the one off, like the PS One. He looks like he's been stung by bees. It's fucking shocking. And like you see, um, you see the videos on uh, on YouTube of all the glitches, and it's just like it's unforgivable. You, how can you release this game? It is literally, it is literally unforgivable. It is a sin. Like honestly, a class action lawsuit. <laughs> It's deserved. Well, uh, Sony have been giving people refunds. Good. So if you bought the game, if you bought the game digitally, yeah, they haven't even been questioning it. If people have been going to them for refunds, they've just been giving them. Yeah, I don't blame them. Like, cause, it's fair. Even small things like they've. Have you seen this? They've changed the control scheme. Yeah. So now reverse isn't oh, the the shoulder button gaff is the perfect button for reversals. Pretty much. It's literally the because per- it's easy. It's what your hand's always there. You don't need to reach over to get it. See, so it is literally a split second thing, and then it all comes down to your natural timing. <laughs> now it's on the triangle button. Why the fuck is it on the triangle button? It's just, yeah. It's just. Ho- ho- hopefully, hopefully, they just drop it and just fuck it, and like people go and get their refunds and stuff, and it's like, right, okay, we're fucked up. Um. We're going to concentrate on the next no, that's one about, now. Because <laughs> every time there's been a big WWE game fuck up, the next game did come back swinging. Like, 2K15 was awful, 2K16 was great. 2K18 was a bit naff, but 2K19 turned out to be the best and probably most polished one of the yeah. se- series. So, you know what? I have slight optimism, but also... <laughs> you kind of feel sorry for them, but then you think you should, what you should have done is just said, look... We're not. We're gonna skip this year. No, but they don't lose much from not having a game out. Like even if they wanted to make some revenue, um, from games, why not put out like a Wrestlefest remake? Well, uh, well, the they've, they've got their mobile games that they must be making a fortune on. Yeah, and also like literally put out if you put out like a like an arcade two D game that'll probably make yeah. a mint. Like yeah. You could you could do a few smaller tiles throughout the year and people would be fine. I don't, I don't just, understand. The, the, the really logic just says, "Look, we're not going to do one this year. We'll take a hit, and then that'll make people want to play the next one even more." Anyway. No, exactly. 
Like with... it's just yeah, it's unfortunate. It happened with Assassin's Creed. They had a bad game. They took a year out, and now it's back to where it was. Yeah. <sighs> it's just it's unfortunate, but you know. Because honestly, two K two K nineteen like for I I play mostly five pro as you know, but like for doing every games, two K nineteen will last me another year. You know, I'm fine with that. Oh yeah. So I'll 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 be surprised if community creations has dropped as quickly on this one as they usually are. Yeah, no, they normally drop like a few months in, but like I think people are just gonna go back to this one straight away. Like two K nineteen. Oh, to see what gaff. What should what should people buy instead of two K twenty? Is a video game? Just any video game. Like, um, to be fair, that Jedi um, Order game is coming out soon. Um, it does look pretty cool. No, that looks like Uncharted, but with lightsabers. It's am- It yeah. looks amazing. Um, I'm into that. Um, if you want a horror, mo- horror game, speaking of uh, Halloween just passed, Man of Medan is fucking genuinely terrifying. I've, I've never heard of that. What's it, what's it like? It's a bit like, have you heard, have you seen Until Dawn? Yes. It's the same people who did that. Oh, okay. I, I still haven't played Until Dawn. It's the first so. of, it's the first of like a sort of trilogy. Um, ah, okay. And it's, it's set on uh, a boat. It's a, like a World War Two boat, but it's like, well, stuff happens on it and then it goes to modern times and then these people get sort of stranded on it and as you are and just loads of weird shit happens, but it's really jumpy. Yeah, I can't play it much. <laughs> but until Dawn was one of my favorite games, so I haven't played it. I, I haven't played it, it yet. Um, I really should because it's, it's always on sale. If, if you like horror movies, I know. I I love horror games. It's on. P- I'm sure it's on PS now. It is on PS now. Um, but I'm weird with horror games actually, Gaff, because I can play them, but I can't binge them. No, no, I don't. I, um, like um, Resident Evil, the Resident Evil Two remake. Have you played it, the Re- Resi Two remake? Not the new ones, now. It's the ones. It, the, Re- the remake of Resident Evil Two is oh, gaff. It's so good. Imagine the. So have you? You've played a fair few Resident Evil. Have you played four? I've played them all, yeah. Okay, so like, imagine sort of the horror of the first two games. Mixed with like the camera angle of four, but like sort of not quite tanky, so it's like more like sixes controls, but like uh, but with like one scarcity of resources, yeah. and like it's just like the perfect Resident Evil game, and it's great. I still haven't finished it. That's one of the reasons why. It's one of the reasons why I didn't go back to the Resi One remake because of the t- controls. I don't like the tank control. To be fair, I like the tank controls in Resident Evil Four. It's uh, it's. it's it makes more sense. Yeah, no, in a behind, uh, it's just for camera angle more than anything else. Yeah. I can't go to the old weather game, but it's weird because like my favorite game ever is Last of Us, and that's technically a horror game. Yeah, I suppose I like. Well, it's more like it's more like a sort of zombie. It's more a survival, horror. A survival horror, like horror and survival horror are completely different to me. Yeah. Like I, I, I'm frightened because I'm scared of what will happen to my character. I'm not frightened because I'm frightened. Oh, you need to play Until Dawn because there's so many different outcomes. I, kn- and... I know I do, but also, I, <laughs> mate, the amount of time I'm logging in Fire Pro. <laughs> no, seriously, I've crossed the 800 hour mark. So just a couple of hours out of that. A couple of hours on Until Dawn every now and then. <laughs> no, here's the thing. 
Steam has updated to now tell you how often you you've played in the last two weeks. I've played twenty three hours in the last two weeks. Unbelievable. I know. I I am actually disgusted with myself. It's sort of like how like um my iPad would send me notifications of how often I, how long I spend on things, and I'd sp- be spending like three four hours a day on YouTube, and I'm like, okay, I need to turn this the fuck off because you're making me feel bad about myself. But I can't turn it off on Steam. I have to confront how often no, I'm playing Fibro. I'm the, I'm the video games hoarder, and I don't get anywhere near that. You're the video games harder, but first of all, you haven't played half the games you own. I know. I never will either. I know, because you have too fucking many. And it's not even like a nostalgia thing. You're just picking them up for no reason. It's it's a it's a disease. It's, it's a, a, it is fucking... Like some people are addicted to drinking and gambling. I'm addicted to buying video games. <laughs> Of which I bought another couple the other day for my Wii U. So yeah. Of course. Well, but we we're going to talk about that. How are you enjoying your Wii U? Loving it. It's because it's been so long since I've actually owned a Nintendo. Yeah, you don't really own Nintendo consoles. Do you? To be fair, I'm pretty. I N- do, but I don't. I mean, I've still got me GameCube. I've still got me DS and stuff, but I rarely ever touch them. But since getting the Wii U, and because like Benjamin likes it. What's your favorite games ever? Which one? What's your favorite game on favorite it so far? So far? Um, yeah. Aside from the Mario stuff. Have you played Mario Maker? I haven't put that one there. You should. If what you I... if you have it, play it. It is literally just un. It's unlimited Mario levels. So. Have, um, uh, affordable space. Affordable space adventure. That's decent. Yeah. That's a and decent also game. Unwritten Tales too. Ah, I'm, I'm. You went surprisingly offbeat. I expected you to say like. A Mario game, or yeah, I mean, I like them too. Yeah. I so, recommend. Uh, um, do you like puzzle platformers? Yeah. Um, try out um, Mighty Switch Force. I think I've got that. Oh, it's great. Try it out. Um. Anyway, oh. we've been off wrestling a bit too long now. Yes. <laughs> um, Impact Gas. Now. Yes, I've been. Uh, I haven't really watched it. <laughs> I know, but there's one <laughs> thing I really want to, and I even missed Bound for Glory. Do you remember? First, oh, did you see the fucking production fuck ups? No. Um, Bound for Glory. Oh, they put um Cody Dina's name over Joey Ryan. Wow. And also, they misspelled Marafuji. <laughs> I saw that. Marafugi. Mate, Jeez. they booked him. Several people saw that and went, "Yeah, that's fine." I mean, also, they even did. I mean, what's worse is that he has a first name. But he didn't even make an attempt at his first name. Naro- his name is Narumachi Marafuji. You wouldn't just have Alexander Rusev come out as Rusev, bad example. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, oh, how did we not even talk about the Lashley Rusev? We're not going to. Um, we're going to be positive. So, remember how when IVD came back with his current gimmick and we were like, how the fuck is it, Miss Heal? Yeah. He's healed now and it's amazing. <laughs> really? Yeah. He, so like his latest promo, he was in a hot tub with his wife and this other woman, both of them topless. <laughs> he was going on about, do you think there'd be Kenny Omega without me? No. Back in my day, this the shit I was doing was original. You're just RVD wannabes. And I'm like, yes, this is amazing heel work. And I love it. <laughs> Have you seen... Cause 
I haven't he got like properly fully divorced recently? And he's been on his divorce tour where he's just fucking banging over women he can. And like, I'm not gonna lie, the feminist in me is just sort of like, oh no, Rob, what the fuck are you doing? But like, that part That's of my, a lot. but I, like, I know the man part of my brain is sort of like, mate, fucking this is amazing. And it's literally my favorite thing in wrestling right now. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna watch it. No, that's because now RVD's gimmick is literally just what you wanted RVD's gimmick to be back at fucking um, back at Slammiversary. So it's great. And also, um, Tessa looks like she'll be um, facing because Callahan's champion now, and yeah. it looks like Tessa will be fighting him, which I'm fine with because I've seen their Bamfagorian match now. No, their Slammiversary match now, and it was really good. Yeah, it's good. I wouldn't yeah. say it's not like a match of the year or anything, but it's pretty fucking brutal. No, it was, um, it, was, it was. I think the issue with a lot of the Tessa stuff is that she's been hanging about with the ECW fuckers, and it's sort of like, <laughs> I don't care. I don't want Tessa Blanchard to be teaming with fucking um, Tommy Dreamer. Tommy Dreamer. <laughs> exactly, that was who I was going to say. Because at least for Sandman, there's some, there's some, there's some, there's a meme value in the Sandman. They, they even brought up fucking uh, Tommy Dreamer got brought up on somebody. I think it was Jericho's podcast. He said he must be the most fucking booked guy on the whole fucking the wrestling is. scene at the minute. <laughs> Where has he not been booked in the last year? He's even shown up in like WWE, I'm pretty sure. Seriously, who's yeah. not booked? <laughs> How the fuck does he keep getting booked? <laughs> it's like, whenever anyone rolls into fucking New York, he's like, I'll, I'll come along. <laughs> it's my... Fucking give me a ham sandwich and I'll turn up. I saw I saw him getting interviewed and he was like, in the 90s, I was for five seconds a millionaire. And I'm like... How are you not a millionaire now? You're work. You're working like a million different jobs. You're working more jobs. Like fucking. Peter McKay. McKay cut. He fucking. He's just like, because he's like renowned as such a nice guy. He is a, no. He's a, apparently a very lovely guy. He's a shit wrestler. Alright. You know what though? Tommy Dreamer used to be one of my favorites. <laughs> Back in WWE SmackDown vs Raw 2008. Yeah. <laughs> Because he could set the table on fire, and that was a desirable quality back then. Oh my lord, how does he keep? <laughs> it's unbelievable. Like, and he's never going to be pushed, is he? Oh no, he's, he's just there to have a, have a bit laugh. Yeah, I guess he doesn't take anyone's spot. But like, he hasn't been waterboarded by Killer Cross, so Sandman's still better. There's one place he hasn't been yet. Where? AEW. Yeah, he was. He was in the pre. He was in. Uh, he was on the Double or Nothing card. He was in the Battle Royal. Yeah, he's in Double or Nothing. He hasn't been on Dynamite yet. No, he hasn't been on Dynamite. No, he should turn up on Dynamite. No, don't fucking don't make this a fucking self-fulfilling prophecy. I'm trying to make a segue. Right, we we haven't we still haven't talked about the Jakara game. Oh yeah. Stop jumping ahead in the fucking format. Um. <laughs> I understand you don't have a copy, but that's besides... Well, any formats here. This is just <laughs> off the cuff wing. I do have a list, Gaff, to be fair. And, oh, thank God, I clicked on the um, audio software because I had a weird suspicion that I wasn't recording, but I am, so we're fine. Um, the Shikara thing is, I've followed it all the way through. Sort of and you haven't bought it yet. <laughs> And I don't own it yet, no. It's only like two dudes who made it. Yeah, and it's only... It's two a, or three guys. It's like a tenner. It's took them four years or something. Because it's two guys, but... 
Yeah, well, it was, originally it wasn't the Shikara. No, like action arcade wrestling was just sort of something. Yeah. Then Shikara sort of like. To, used, that, I mean, the old action arcade was on the Xbox 360. Mm-hmm. Um, and I owned it, and it was alright. No, that's, that's what I'll say was... about. This is a game you'll have a lot of fun with if you're playing with your friends. Yeah. But, like, as is, it's sort of playing with you, because it has a quite robust create, um, creative thing, so, like, you have really good rings, you have really good wrestlers, you know, their mo- decent facsimile of their movesets are in there. But at the end of the day, it's a it, it's a trashy arcade game, like a WrestleFest or a WWF Superstars, yeah. which we, we do, that did make it onto our top 10 list, so, like, we do enjoy that, but you do sort of, you will sort of need mates who also have it to get any enjoyment. Yeah. Uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to need sort of, because at the minute it's mainly just sort of exhibitions and yeah, it does need that. a bit more content. Um, there needs well, to be fair again. It's worth a tenner alone if, um, if you have friends to play it with. But like, I I got bored pretty. To be honest, Gaff, I feel really bad. But like, I've been really skimmed this month, so I didn't. I played like ninety minutes of it, and then like a week later, realized I probably wasn't gonna use that again and got a refund. Cause, yeah. Yeah, fair enough. I don't know for. If I, honestly, if you had it and we like played it for like an hour or so before and after we recorded, I'd definitely keep it. Yeah. But as it is, just sort of, nah. I'll pick it. I've put... already said once they've sort of built it some more, they'll be putting it on the consoles. So. Yeah, but like, I don't want to. No offense, Gav, I don't want to get PS Plus just to play a game with you once in a blue moon when you get time. Uh, but, um... uh, let's hope for it doesn't turn out to be five star wrestling. Because that game was fucking dog shit. I don't know why you bought it. <laughs> you knew it was going to be bullshit. I think I bought it. it was just like three quid. I, I no, I know someone who bought it on the PS3. Hated it. And um, um, I've got them No, but then the fucking sequel came out on PS4, and he fucking bought it again. I'm like, Jesus Christ! I didn't even know it was out on the PS4. Oh, it's not. It's a separate game. Um, shit. it's like Five Star Wrestling Nemesis or something, and it's just a shit. Wow. So, like, big no. Although, Fire Pro DLC just came out, Gaff. It was, oh, yeah. it was 15 quid. Who's and, on that? Um, you, no, no wrestlers. Huh? 15 quid, you get the ability to create an entrance. Huh? And also three new arenas. For 15 pounds? In my, Gaff, I, I could go into how much I hate the practice. Because it wasn't even in the season pass, which to be fair, I don't own. I could go into how much I hate the practice, but here's the thing. I bought it, and you are dis- you are <laughs> you are like the people who go out and spend I don't know x amount on all the other add-on shit, and then <laughs> here's the finger. <laughs> I'm not complaining because I'm going because you've seen how much time I put into Fire Pro. I'm getting fucking fifteen quid's worth of use out of those arenas. <laughs> Because to be fair, they're fucking great arenas. <laughs> there's, there's a gymnasium, so now I can actually recreate an indie show. Amazing. Um, there's an outdoor arena, like a proper outdoor arena. It's great. And also there's a WrestleMania set. <laughs> Jesus. No, it's great. I love WrestleMania. No, yeah, like um, like it has the WrestleMania 30 for sort of New Orleans thing going on. Nice. It's great. I love it. <laughs> And also, to be fair, there's added part. And you know what's weird? Um, so the Stardom DLC came out, which do, um, which came with like 
15 stardom wrestlers. Uh, <laughs> and they didn't have the belts in it initially, which is weird because it's literally just like a PNG. So they've only now just added the belts of the stardom stuff. See, that's just, to me, that's just fucking lazy. That is pretty... Fact, apparently they've had like a change in dev teams. So... And again, if fucking WW2K pulled that shit, people would be going absolutely right. I think there's a difference here though and like it's a cheaper game to begin with. It fucking wasn't the PS4. Right, fucking I bought the brother. Being fair, that kept, that comes with the New Japan DLC. Mine didn't. No, it comes it comes with fucking the original New Japan DLC. Which was that? With like um Okada, Tanahashi or like the original one. Oh yeah with them but nothing else and if I wanted to buy anything else it was another like 30 quid or something yeah it's like 40 quid for the season pass but I'm yeah, not gonna like guys. but I think I'm more forgiving because I just buy the DLC as it goes so it's like 15 quid every few weeks every few months and to, <laughs> every few weeks it, oh, it was every few weeks I would be actually complaining but like um, what I think about, about like most of the DLC is pretty good like the junior DLC gives you a bunch of wrestlers and a story mode for a tenner um I suppose if you're getting mileage out of it. Yeah, and also the um, promoter mode, that's worth 15 quid, in my opinion. Fun stuff. Um, you get some weird things going on in promoter mode. For example, in the one I'm running right now, um, do you know who Spike Treveus? Nope. He's a random British indie guy, and he somehow ended up being my top star. Nice one. Do you it's not the weirdest top star I had. I, I, who, who, who the fuck was it? It was um, Cassius Ono, but then again, that's someone I'd actually push. It was, who's the really weird one? Oh, I fucking... Vicky Guerrero ended up being my biggest star. Fucking no one could beat her. <laughs> I sent her on a training expedition for a year. She comes back and she suddenly fucking got. And I'm like, <laughs> no one can stop her. She was literally Goldberging my roster. <laughs> like, it was scary. Goldbergen. She was. She beat fucking Matt Riddle. And you know the trouble I've had with Matt Riddle and Fire Pro. She beat him in like a minute. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Jesus. You're meant to be my jobber. <laughs> or a general manager. Look, look, I really... That's one thing I don't like about promoter mode. It is restrictive. You can't have like valets in promoter mode. No. So it's a bit... It's a tiny bit restrictive in that sense. But, you know, I, I make it work. Um, I just sort of like the, the fact that they have the money, the money side of it. Well, not the money, but like you actually have to build. You only have six guys to begin with. You actually have to build your roster, mm-hmm. which is what I enjoy about. So, right, so I'm gonna nip Fire Pro on the bud. Yeah, because <laughs> we know what happened last time we talked about Fire Pro. So, what we're we gonna talk about, Gaff? Yes. All elite wrestling. Imagine if I had something else. I was really hoping to think of something else. But um, AEW vs. Fargaff. Um, we're not going to go week by week because Jesus fuck. But um, no. what we're going to do, we're going to... Have you seen this week's, by the way? Oh, right. Okay, so we're going to talk up to, um, about up to current week. Some pros, some cons. Going to talk about a bit of the reaction we've seen. Because there's this one fucking dude on Twitter and Garth will know this because I keep fucking arguing with him. <laughs> And it's not all fucking rosy either. <laughs> despite what some people think. 
Yeah, no, but I have a lot of issues with it. I do have issues with it, and that seems to be part. I'm, I'm gonna start. I'll actually start right now with the discourse surrounding AEW because it. There seems to be two camps, Gaff. If you like the one camp, where it's like if you like AEW, then you are just an anti-Fed fanboy. Yeah. whose opinion doesn't matter or if you have any criticism any criticism at all and I'll be honest a lot of the criticism I have don't actually affect my enjoyment of the products I still watch it every week um, but they'll go well you're obviously just a WWE fanboy which is yeah. great because like, we and Gareth sort of in the middle where we just want a good wrestling product if WWE can enjoy what I'm watching if WWE was putting out a good wrestling product we would not we would watch it exactly um, and to and like we do have different opinions on what wrestling, what makes good wrestling. I mean, I'm a Joshi fan, and Gaff isn't. And I couldn't, I couldn't think of like the opposite of a Joshi fan. Something like he, he, he isn't. Traditionalist. You're not. Fuck off. Well, not even that. You're a fucking Sammy Callahan fan. You're not. A tri- and again, he's very territorial. Is Sammy Callahan? Um, oh, he's carny as fuck. He is carny. <laughs> he's he is he is carny as fuck. I saw actually I saw a video of him and Dave Meltzer talking and it was lovely because they're obviously just very like it was him Dave Meltzer Ricochet and Chris Hero and it's just obvious how much they love wrestling it was really that's adorable and, and that's and that's what me and Gaff thought we just want a good wrestling product so let's start with the discourse um this one dude I'm gonna I'm gonna put it up right fucking now Jesus fuck um Josh of the fucking Thingy and Josh podcast fucking Host of at jobbing with Josh, who, by the way, has less followers than us. Um, and we're following him. What the fuck are we following him? Why do we follow these Rob? Um, anyway, so fucker, he keeps praising WWE for no fucking reason, right? For no, re- for example, Lacey Evans and Natalia match was on at Crown Jewel. That was an obvious PR thing. Damn right. And it's sort of like right thing, thing for wrong reasons and that's what I said and he's sort of like oh why are you trying to downplay this massive thing I'm like because fucking I'm not trying to downplay the thing I'm just or like um for example Kylie Ray left wrestling for a wee bit for personal reasons which haven't been disclosed because it's none of our fucking business um and Brian Alvarez and Dave Meltzer clearly know what this is but refuse to say what it is because they have this thing, I don't know, if we, we, we obviously don't have it. It's called journalistic integrity. And we have none. Yeah, because <laughs> we don't have any fucking exclusives. Because, um, let's be honest, if we got an exclusive, we'd run to the fucking hills with that. Fucking the amount we milked that Simon Miller. We teased that for a fucking month. Um, but anyway. <laughs> fucking, so he was like, um, so he was like, oh, so, but talking about Roman Reigns' cancer was fine. I'm like, that's very different. <laughs> because Roman Reigns' cancer was something Roman Reigns himself announced. Yeah. And then all that happened was Dave Meltzer talked about it and he was like, well, why isn't he, isn't he talking about the Kylie Ray thing? It's like, because she's clearly asked him not to. <laughs> and he respects people's privacy. That's it, it's, like... it's telling and they're like, oh, you're they're clearly just telling a blo- and they're just clearly showing an AW bias. I'm like, there's arguments to be made for the AW bias. For example, who gave the fucking ladder match at Double or Nothing five point five stars? Mm-hmm. Now, like, I think that could be a decent example of AW bias because I I don't think it's five point five stars. I think there were much better matches that weekend. But here's the thing: it's his fucking opinion, and I know it's just. People, it's a very toxic thing around AEW. It's because 
I like you say, like um the there were those who were so against it from the off because either the it's either because they feel like the beloved WWE's uh Under threatened attack. or or they're jealous that their favourite indie fed hasn't got this opportunity okay. to I was... I was slightly annoyed at the beginning, Gareth, because it took Kenny Omega from New Japan. Yeah, but he was leaving anyway. No, that's the thing. They, it has since come out that the, the elite were very unhappy with the management of New Japan. So, yeah, yeah fine. But, like... And at... I think I think with um, when both the Young Bucks had said that they'd always, regardless of what was going to happen, they'd always set this time to come back for families and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, but it just so happens that we've created the biggest thing to happen in wrestling yeah. all year. But that's the like more than anything, it's created the buzz again. I don't, I honestly don't think that NWA would have come along. No, but like that would, there wouldn't be an app as much of an appetite for change for something different if something big a big difference came along that's right because WWE, WWE fans will listen to the WCW documentary where like actual wrestlers go well it's better when there's more things around them they'll go yeah it is but they seem to only want it at like the TNA level where like people yeah. could possibly make a decent liv- living if they're fucking lucky Whereas as now- long as you don't affect or threaten this behemoth but now which it's not it doesn't it's not going to threaten it nothing's going to threaten WWE ever <laughs> It might push them to be less shitty, and that's it. Um, Which is a good thing, but it is it's never ever going to knock them off their perch. No, it's not. Like they'll always be there. Like this whole talk about um, WWE might go under. They 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 were going to have to downsize. They weren't going to fucking go under. They they posted one loss in fifty years, um, and then they've just made a fucking two billion pound deal. <laughs> no, exactly. They're not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're fucking not going anywhere. But I think, as a whole, AEW's. Let's start. Yeah. Let's see what we're gonna end this one positive. Um, positive. So let's start with some cons. And right. I have a couple. I'm sure you have a couple. I'll let you name one first. Story. The actual storytelling is quite poor so far. Uh, As in, they're going. What the fuck is going on half the time? They're going for a fairly sports-like presentation. I like that, and I do like the the wins losses thing, and I like the fact they're using draws to actual dramatic effect. Yeah, but. It's the why is he doing this and and I, I hate that whole there's Do, no heels and faces. Get, there's got to be. Oh, okay. So like in okay the story to work the Cody and Jericho storyline. That's pretty fucking good. I'm enjoying it. That's really good. But then you've got what the fuck even is going on with Hangman and Pack? That's all, that's literally just thrown together. The the whole again. This is it's not my bag, and I get what the W are doing is the sort of aiming for a wide variety of things. It's like a variety show because you've got the stupid shit with um, Derby and Havoc. Orange Cassidy and uh, Best Friends and all that sort of shit. I do do quite... Because it's a sideshow. It's like Shark Boy. I can take it for what it is and I can skip it and I skipped it. That's the thing. I I enjoy... I really enjoy Orange Cassidy. I'd say... I'm on on Cornette's side with that. I'm not on his side where he's like, why is he fucking working? <sighs> but I'm on his side where it's... It's... It's beyond believable. Like, way beyond that I can ever, ever believe that it's this a, guy can do any damage. But it's a comedy sideshow. And to be That's fair, I mean. but 
I think it's decently like because he uses it as a distraction. The opponents play along, and then in their hubris, they get drop. They get actually hurt. That's why I just skip it. It doesn't mean anything. He's not, he's, really he's, he's literally like he's an he's the most undercard of undercard people. That the the best friend stuff is there as relief. No, that's the thing. If if that best friends can be really good in actual situations, but if like Orange Cassidy got booked in a was being booked in a tie match, I'd absolutely agree with you. It just doesn't like, and like I say, it doesn't really affect anything if mm-hmm. you don't watch it, His... or if you get a kick out of it. Fair enough. So, uh, you know what? To entertain. You know what? I'm not quite enjoying Garth is, and I said this going into but they had to stop this. There's a lot of hardcore bollocks for hardcore bollocks sake. Like it's not so much that. You know what? It, it's no, it's not. The Janella and Omega on Dark had it. Like Darby Allen still does it, Jimmy Havoc still does it, and like we don't need to be doing this every time. Yeah. And like there's a lot, there's a lot of that where we got they're going too much up for the weekly show. For example, Hangman does his moonsault to the outside every show, yeah. and it's sort of like that should be something. Like maybe do a moonsault, but like to the outside, that should be a pay per view. When I was watching it today, yesterday, today, uh, the one thing that struck isn't it was like. This is Hangman Page's finishing move, and he, ha- he cannot hit from anywhere else but the ring. Mm-hmm. It's stupid to shit finish. What move. the bunkshot lariat? Being fair, yeah. the dead eye. Shoot. The dead eye is his finishing. The bunkshot is the. Yeah. To be fair, it's a good fucking lariat. He's finished. He's finishing matches with it though. No, he's finishing matches, but that's so he doesn't need to use. That makes the dead eye. More yeah, deadly, I suppose, but I just think it's a shit move. Honestly, it's, it's it, that's I'm I'm a sucker for a stiff lariat. Obviously, I like the lariat and I like that and I like. Maybe if he just like, did it as a lariat, but maybe he's a bit too small. Yeah. But I mean, there are some things that I just like. Again, watching the um, it it's a, it's massively and highly obvious when people aren't on the same level as somebody like Kenny Omega, because you can see them waiting. For it's, the next beat, it fucking takes me so far out of it. It's not fair to compare people to Kenny Omega. Mate. I know, but I'm just saying, like, when you've got somebody, like, even somebody like say SEU and one of the other teams, the work and it flows, and then you'll get somebody. You're you're, you're talking about private party, and think what you need to remember about private party. There is, is they're very green. <laughs> they're still quite new to the That's business. Not, no, not them. It was the um the. Angelico thingy and oh Angelico and Evans being completely They're fucking f- terrible and and Helico's good and Helico can be really good Evans is Evans is I've a spot monkey like, I just fucking that's what I feared going into EW to begin with was spot fest and it but, is very very uh, the tag division is very spot festy spot heavy but here's the thing that does bring people in on a weekly show I think that's fine. Because it brings people in. Like, my brother, who hasn't watched wrestling since, like, 2007, was like, do you know who the private party are? I'm like, yeah, I do. Like, what? It's like, I saw that match with, like, these guys called The Young Bucks on ITV the other night, and it was really good. I'm like, oh, cool. I mean, like, this, these are, like, minor niggles. Oh, this Again, is this like, is us nitpicking as, like, it's, hardcore it's wrestling story, fans. Story is the biggest thing, and... To be to be fair, my favorite thing on it at the minute now is John Moxley. No, because he is fucking. He's he is getting. Well, he's not. He's not. He's never ever going to. But 
He is fucking Austin. The the story, a lot of the stories, like just for the main event stuff, is actually re- like, for example, um, uh, okay. So we'll build up, we'll build up to the main event with it, um, with like Jericho and Goldie. But we'll start with the Moxley and Kenny feud. What I do enjoy is that they're beating people, um, that the other one has already beaten or the other one has failed to beat just to prove it was good. And I just love Moxie's just coming in, giving someone a DDT, and then shooting a promo, <laughs> and then saying "fuck you." That was actually... okay. So the week before, um, this week, after his match with Pack went to a draw, um, <laughs> honestly, I, I, when he did that with the ref, yeah, I just I went yes. He like, was, and he was like um, going back, saying, "Going time limits? What the fuck is up with these fucking time limits?" <laughs> Which is weird because it was just in the G. Anyway, um. Runs to the back. Do you know what I love as well? And I know this is like, and I've criticised the crowd in the past, but I love the crowd actually play along. Yeah. So they will boo the bad guys oh, regardless booing. of... No, that's when we're not being smarky cunts. They're booing the you good... can see them. I mean, it showed you the other day and it was... Who was it? We're booing somebody, but a lot of the people in the crowd were laughing. <laughs> no, I think it was Peter Avalon. Probably. Yeah. But, but um, smiling, but they were booing him because that's what that, you do. That's what you do. Yeah, it's a lot. It's like what we, me and Rob, I me and Rob praise the progress crowd for in the last review. But um, so Moxie goes backstage, goes to Tony Khan, and Tony's like, <laughs> "I can't make your, I can't sanction this match. Like, you're going to kill Kenny. Omega. I can't sanction this." And I, you can see what he's trying to say. He's like, "We're on TV now." Yeah. Calm the fuck down, and he's like, "What the fuck? No, I'm not gonna calm the fuck down. Who the fuck do you think you?" Are? And then, like, <laughs> for next week, obviously, like in kayfabe, not booked. Peter Avalon just comes out, starts cutting a promo, and then Moxley just comes through the crowd. He gives him the fucking paradigm shift, and it's like just cuts the shootiest of shoot of it work. Was such a good, uh, and he was just like, "Oh, I'm in sanctuary. I've been told my whole fucking life." And it's like he managed to do this without. Mentioning WWE or alluding to WWE once, but you know, it would have been so no, that's the thing. it would have been so easy for him to do that. He could just go, oh, yeah. My former employees didn't say, yeah. like, and that would have been so easy to do, but he didn't. And that's the thing, that's definitely As one someone, thing that they need to get away from. That's the thing, they don't do that many. They'll have like, like Jericho will mention it offhand in a promo, yeah, that's about it. It's better, like. Basically, Cody had his big thing at Double or Nothing. He'll sometimes take a jibe on Twitter. That's it. And that's the thing. WWE directly mention AEW on their TV. Seth Rollins has said that AEW is directly taking food off his fucking table. And he says they're they're the B-show or something like that. Yeah, no, that's the thing. WWE have mentioned AEW more. You know what it's like, Gav? It's like with the Gallagher brothers. Where (laughs) Liam will talk about Noel every fucking opportunity. Whereas Noel will only talk about Liam when Noel is at... No, Noel will only talk about Liam... Well, yeah, but like Noel will only talk about Liam when someone else brings up Liam. Yeah. It's sort of like that, where AEW, with the exception of Jericho, will only bring up WWE, really, when it's mentioned to them. To be fair, I think the, the commentary do good, like especially Shivani, where he will actually mention them. No, Shivani's no Shivani, but, a... but Shivani won't bury them. Shivani will mention it's like no, he would... it's normally in the sense of like oh former WWE. Champion. No, that's me, and that's a good thing. It's that's... good to acknowledge that there's other companies and that yeah. and that like in this sports-based company, what they've achieved in other companies matter. Like with one exception, they should never mention Lucha Underground because that's just a weird. <laughs> that's like an yeah. alternative dimension, but 
yeah, like mention like you should they should mention Ring of Honor, they should mention Impact, they should mention all these things. Could they WCW always mention that and I just think overall I've I mean, I go back to it every week so I'm enjoying it. No, exactly. No, that's what what, what we're me- what we're mentioning is sort of like these are things we want improved, but really they're not destroying the product. Yeah. And what we need to remember is this is a very new product. Yeah, that's it. And and, and like um listen to like the Jericho stuff and that. Some of the people aren't even from the wrestling business. No, exactly. Like Tony Khan, he was a he owned a baseball team, didn't he? Or no, it was, it was uh, for Jaguars. Jaguars. Yeah. Um and also and, and also Fulham, really. Wow. Okay. Um Oh, I literally thought like for some reason Fulham had an American football team. <laughs> They probably do actually. Um, but there's no, so I'm much good. Like Jericho's. We need to talk about. We do need to talk about. Forward, I'm just gonna say I'm genuinely looking forward to that match. Yeah, with Jericho and Cody. Uh-huh. They, that's yeah. the best belt match. They, I I wasn't big on it, but now I am. And like they're, they're teasing it going an hour, and you know what? I'm somewhat okay with that. <laughs> they seem I mean, like last week was fucking brilliant. Uh, Jericho came up, bought his tickets. Yeah, oh, Jericho. So, first of all, that promo. Oofed. That, like, that one from, like, two or three weeks ago. Oofed. Oofed. Oh, yeah. Oofed. <laughs> and he just... His stable is perfect. And I loved it where Cody got the jacket dropped mm. on his hand and smashed the window to get to them. <laughs> Co- Cody. No, um, Jericho's stable is perfect. Oh yeah. We were talking about Jericho's never had a stable. Where we were talking about that, and it's so weird to us. Yeah. He's done literally everything else. But like, you have the young gun in Sammy Guevara, who like he's being portrayed as a hothead. He has a really bad win loss record, but they portray it as like he's a hothead. He keeps getting. And he's also been put over massive. Like, he's not exactly winning everything, but he's in all oh, these big matches. He, he hasn't had a singles win yet. Yeah. yeah. Um. But he's going up against like Hangman and Cody and people like that, and it's sort of like, of course he's going to lose. He's twenty. He's my age. Um. Well, who has um? So Santana and Ortiz. You're not massive on the name, but really, I don't really care. I mean, I don't care. I think it's just because I'm so used to LAX. Uh, it, it is like in a few weeks. It, it's like when someone debuts with a new name in NXT. Yeah. It's like in a few weeks you'll like Cameron Trevor Lee. Who's that? I, I'm all about this Cameron Grimes. Um. <laughs> Who, by the way, keeps winning matches by accident is amazing. He keeps like going into matches that should be squash matches against people who are in big feuds, and then keeps winning through interference. It's amazing. I'm really, I'm really looking forward to like because what I'm enjoying is the holding off on. Uh, I, I keep him Swagger. Hager. Hager. Yeah, he hasn't wrestled yet. Holding off on him, and you can tell. He's. I can see he's going to end up having a match with Dustin. I think. That would be too bad. Dustin's arm's broken now, isn't it? Well, yeah. cave. I don't know how cave that is. Well, they did actually leave a fucking massive dent in the car. You see that? Yeah, Jesus Christ. To be fair, I love Dustin. Oh yeah. I love. Brilliant. I love like the veteran. He has. The, he has the most veteran vibe because yeah, he's probably the biggest veteran there. But I love the. He had such a unique vibe about him. I wish he was in a tiny bit of a more prominent position. Um, although. He should definitely team with Sonny Kiss. <laughs> Did you see that photo? Yeah. It well, looks so... They, they're such an, expe- an aesthetically pleasing tag team. It's like they've got the, like, the perfect garb as well. 
do you what you know what I think is one of the more underrated aspects of AEW? The Joshis. Now hear me out. <laughs> Don't just call me a fucking joke. Right, so this week's match was good with um Shida. Yeah. Here's the thing. Uh, last week's wasn't great. Okay, with not, well, it obviously wasn't a Joshi, so it was B Priestley and not B Priestley. Yeah. Um Brit Baker. Penelica yeah. Ford. Yeah, it was all right. Here's the thing. When it's Joshi and Joshi, it's a different dynamic. Like, for example, the Riho Shida match from Double from um, All Out, or the Joshi six man from Double or Nothing. <laughs> and it's a style, and it's sort of it is like the cruiserweights in WCW because there's very little things you can do for the cruiser for, to be like the different side style that we have going on. Yeah. So like. It's, if this is the closest we can do, I think it's a stroke of genius because, like, honestly, Joshi wrestlers are the, probably the best women's wrestlers in the world. Say Tessa or Slap You. Um, <laughs> I, d- I just think it's cool. And also, Joshis have really cool outfits. Like, Shida's outfit, so fucking cool. Riho, not so much. She looks, mm. at, she looks like my niece. And it's... Nah, well, not actually because my niece isn't a little Japanese girl. That'd be... I'd have questions, th- but what I like about it is, well, as a whole in general, AW is they don't have a massive roster, but they don't feel the need to have to put everybody on every week. No, and like that, if people aren't on, they'll probably be on dark, so you're not going to go a week missing someone. Like you had like Darby Allen in a match with the champion, and then he wasn't on next week, which is good because it means next time he comes along. No, exactly. Or like Kenny Omega isn't, hasn't even been on every week. He was on Dark on one of the weeks. He keeps losing as well. <laughs> he does keep losing. That's one of my cons is Kenny Omega hasn't had a Kenny Omega match yet. Like, he hasn't had that Kenny Omega barnstormer. Like, sure, that's that's like, going to be kept for pay-per-views, though, isn't it? No, but like, even at the pay-per-view, right, look at his matches. So, Jericho, Seema... Um, I'm not counting elite matches and pack. That pack match should be a barnstormer. It's yeah, it was good. It was fine. It was seven out of ten. So, um, his best match weirdly is against Seema. That was good. No, um, that's thing. That's probably the best Kenny Omega match that's happened. It's probably in the top think, ten AEW matches. Moxie one's gonna be good. Oh, the Moxie one's gonna be great. It's but it's gonna be like a territory match. It's not going to yeah. be like a, it. It's going to be like it's going to be like Jericho match. It's probably going to be Omega's best match yet, yet in AEW. But like I haven't I'm, seen like a shit ton of Omega stuff, but I do know yeah, that. But you know he's capable. You're capable. You know he's capable of more. And you know he's cap- he's not just a wrestler. He's he's ready to fucking fight. No, that's the thing. You've seen his Tanahashi match. You've seen his Jericho match at Wrestle. I've you have seen his Wrestle Kingdom Jericho match, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you've seen that. You've. Have you seen any of the Akala matches? I generally don't. I've I don't... seen one of them, but I don't know which one it is. Was it a long one? Um, was possibly. it was it one Rob forced you to watch? Um, I don't know. No, it wasn't. It was one that I think I was told by the internet to watch. The whole internet. <laughs> but he, did you just go into Inside Worlds and go, oh, I haven't seen it? And then they all just shouted at you, so you got it back. It might be like the second sort of six star one. Was it? Did it go to a draw? Do you remember who won? It might have been the draw. Actually, it was. I think. Okay, then yeah. Um, it was like a forty or fifty minute match. If it's for draw, then it's sixty. 
Yeah, I knew it was long. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if Okada won, then you saw Wrestle Kingdom. I was genuinely worn out at the end of it. You are. I can't rewatch a Kenny Omega match. A Kenny Omega versus Okada match. But no, I, I don't think I could. I, I, I need I to be in the. It but it's one of those things where it's like objectively the best in its field, but also you need to be in the mood. Yeah. So I, I'm trying to think of a film comparison. Blade Runner. Right, as an inf- <laughs> infinite... Like substance. No, exactly. I, I, haven't, I haven't seen Blade Runner, alright? I assumed it was meant to be like this big, awesome sci-fi film, alright? Fucking... Godfather 2. Sure. Um... Is very long, very, very long-winded. You watch it and you're in absolute fucking awe. But you have to leave it at least another couple of years before you watch it again. Yeah, last thing I haven't, I haven't watched, rewatched the Iron Man, not the two out of three falls from last year's Dominion. And I know it's one of my favorite matches of all time, but I can't rewatch it because it's it's seventy minutes. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. Um, but seventy minutes is some of the best wrestling in the world. Actually, I have a controversial opinion in that I think the G one match they had, which was less than thirty minutes. Um, is the second best one. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. Cause it te- I know before. you haven't. Um, I've, one day, Gaff, I'll force you to watch one of them. But that has been <laughs> Podmania for this week. Um, <laughs> but, but We've gone long. We, do you have, no, but this, is, this is quite short for us. We're only yeah, going... We, we barely went 90 minutes. So, like, nice and concise. Normally we go about two and a half fucking hours. Hopefully we'll start getting stuff back on track. Yeah, hopefully. To be fair, we've, the young lion have, has been helping keeping it consistent. Yeah. So, and also, it's it's really good. You check out the Young Lion podcast. Follow us on Twitter. And um, also, also, Gav should definitely watch New Japan, but mostly Stardom. You should definitely watch. It was funny because Gav was texting us because um, he was showing AEW to his mate and he really liked Rio and I went, <gasps> show him Stardom, show him Stardom. <laughs> did, did, did you? He is never going to watch that. Why not? He likes Rio. Rio's a mid-carder in Stardom. But, he, yeah, he's like, I'm telling you now, he will not watch it. <sighs> Fucking, it's so good. Anyway, Garth, where can we find you? At Garthamania on Twitter. Of course. Um, do you want to plug your band? or you Because go- you have more listeners now, so you should probably plug your band. Uh, if you're in and around the Northeast, check out Loaded 90s. The only 90s band in the Northeast doing is strictly it, is songs it, from the 1990s. Oh, strictly songs from the 90s. So Which I means cou- we are the best. I couldn't persuade you to do anything. And do you do Stone Roses songs? No, because they're 1989. Oh, I, was, I thought I was going to fucking catch you out. I was like... You were not... I was no, so no, expecting you to go, oh, we do, I want to be a dad. I'm like, ha-ha! But no. But then again, they did release Made of Stone in 91, I believe, so that's technically a re-release. But no, we don't cheat. I I was so close to catching you I mean, out. We, could, we could do something off Second Coming or... Second Coming shit. Yeah, well, when did the Sally Cinnamon EP come out? Uh, would have been would have been 89 or before <sighs> that's a shame oh well um, <laughs> you can find me at CandyChris97 you can also find me most Wednesdays not this week because Rob's a selfish cunt who went to New York um, you can find me on the Young Line podcasts I talk about Japanese wrestling in case you can't tell it's my set even more 
<laughs> right, all right, Gaff. Rob doesn't let me also talk. Check out, check out Podmania at Podmania, where you can find Chris. Oh yeah. I basically, <laughs> with the exception of Rob, who puts out like for releases for the, I basically run that Twitter now. <laughs> and I do that. To be fair, Gaff, you can't say that my points aren't the right points. True, but sometimes you need to be, wouldn't you be diplomatic? No, 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 no. We, we have a whole 60 listeners now, Gaff. Or more eloquent. Uh, good point. Although I saw someone the other day who um, was telling what culture to make Simon and Miller um, and block them. What's even worse is that I know the guy. I've told you about the axe dude before, haven't I? I mean, must have been a special kind of arsehole to get blocked by Simon Miller. That's what I said. I'm like, Simon's a perfectly lovely guy. And like, he was like, um, oh, what did he say? He was like, oh, he said I got must have got part of a mass and blo- a mass blocking. And I'm sort of like, he and he it was because he he thing is he he he's in Edinburgh. He's a dude who lives in Edinburgh, and I know him, and I'm scared of him. He's why I don't go to as many shows as I do anymore. He's one of those people who like se- he doesn't send dick pics necessarily, but he tries to push women into letting him send the dick pic, which I think is worse. <laughs> which oh, I put, um, I I fucking it's he's he's ridiculous. He, he's he, I keep saying it about him, but I, he's a story for another time. Um, but. Yeah, I'm sort of like, he said that he's, um, that's what Simon said to him at a Discovery show in Edinburgh. And I'm sort of like, Simon definitely said that to you to get you the fuck away from his table. He yeah. do- he doesn't wash, Gaff. Oh, fuck. I've been inside this man's house. And his bathroom is mouldy. Mm. I know. And that's where you're meant to get clean. Yeah. <laughs> and he judged me for drinking. No, no one should do that, I'm Scott. Anyway... <laughs> I've really drawn out this outro. Um, if I can just remind everyone where we can find you because they probably forgot by now. At Gothamania. You can find me. And don't forget to check out the website as well. Oh yeah, the universe mode. Um, which... I promise we will update the universe mode. <laughs> it's, a, it's a bit of fun. But you shouldn't expect it weekly, lads. Come on. Um, and that, that, that's about it. All right. um, yes. <laughs> do you want all next week? Goodbye. You've been listening to the Podmania Pro Wrestling Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Podmania, Facebook at Podmania Podcasts, and YouTube and Instagram at Real Podmania. And check out the website podmania.co.uk. Until next time, wrestling fans. Podmania.